overhead, put it on real tight. Hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. Here around the shoots, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Cheers and welcome to Texas Toast. I'm Miss Helen. So excited to welcome the guests that we have today. We're going to talk about some new music, a new exciting EP that he has out. And a lot of people may already know Michael Kelton, famous drummer. Hello, Michael. Welcome. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. How are you? Wonderful. Of course, you've been um, a drummer for 16 years with a lot of great Texas artists, including Zane Williams, Hayes Carl, Mark McQuinney. McKinney, Matt Caldwell, Brie Bagwell, and currently oh, yeah. Green. And like Damn. all of those are in my wheelhouse. So it's so nice to have you. So your experience as a drummer, you've traveled and played so many stages in front of so many people. It's It's been quite a bit. I'm, I'm impressed that you uh, were able to put that list together. Sometimes it takes me a while. <laughs> well, all of them are my favorite. And I, I got, I've met, oh, yeah, all of them, I have stories to tell. But so you have been playing the drums, touring with, and of course, currently with Pat Green. How long has it been? How long did you have that calling to go into songwriting? Was it something you always did? Or did it all of a sudden you just felt like, I, I want to jump into this and do it? Man, I've, I've kind of done it forever. Uh, my grandmother actually was a songwriter and, uh, she had a few cuts back in like the sixties and, uh, my dad raised our music playing fa- raised our family playing music. And, um, although I kind of wrote songs forever, I didn't get really serious about it until, I don't know, probably four or five years ago. And, uh, since then it's just been, you know, kind of honing in and, and trying to be the best that I can. Um, you know, some of the artists you mentioned are some of the best songwriters you know, in this circuit. So for me, it's always been this kind of like equal parts blessing and curse of playing drums for them because, you know, I'm getting to kind of watch what they do and trying to soak up their process. But at the same time, it's like, man, every time I finish a song, I'm like, Oh, that's not good enough. Try again. Try again. Well, everything you have on the new EP that's coming out in October, October 14th, specifically, the EP is beyond the setting sun. And to me, everything is just, it's so organic. It's so like, I don't know how to describe it. Like I think of an old West saloon. I think about being under the stars and uh, how I know is just a great song. Awesome. I'm really glad you like that one. So you would tell me about that, how you chose it and the story behind it, writing it. Yeah. Um, I feel like a, a lot of songwriters and especially in like the Texas country scene the last couple of years have been doing that kind of songwriter group type thing. And um, I did that on and off for a couple of years. And, uh, that was the very first one I wrote as part of one of those groups. And, um, it was kind of a departure. This whole EP is kind of a departure from stuff that I've written previously. Cause, um, just stylistically, um, I've done a little bit more stuff. That's a little bit straight, more straight ahead, kind of pop country somewhere in there. And, uh, this whole EP is all kind of, like you mentioned, it's kind of dusty Western, kind of stuff, which is why we decided to kind of put it all together into one project. But how I know started as a writing exercise and eventually morphed into this story about kind of playing West Texas back in the day. We used to play San Angelo and Abilene and and Midland and Odessa. And uh, I used to get so excited to go out to some of those towns just because of the fun we'd have out there. We had friends out there. So, you know, shows were well attended and somebody was always throwing an after party. 
just too many opportunities to get in trouble. We had a lot of fun out there back in those days. Thought that I smelled smoke as I saw her spark a glance. With the flick of a lighter, your eyes grew brighter and the flames began to dance. You were gonna ask about the empty chair, all she had to do was smile. Pour a little whiskey on a small talk and set the night on fire. She's a girl in every honky tonk dance hall dream, looking too good to be true. She's God's gift to cowboys, she's temptation in the Casey boots. She'll love you like you've never been, you'll never want to let her go. Just do yourself a favor, don't ask me. I think one of my favorite lines in this song is uh, temptation in the Lucchese boots. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that says a lot about that. So going out to radio and another one, I, I just wrote down, I was captivated by Windblown. And I know that's your next radio release. Yeah, that'll be coming out uh, real soon here in a couple of days, I believe. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that one. Um, so I read a lot of Westerns. Um, my, there it is. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> my, my grandfather's cousin was a guy named Elmer Kelton, and he's an award-winning Western writer. And so through him, I kind of got into Westerns. And I mean, he probably put out 40-something books, and I've read almost all of them. And uh, his are, most of them are kind of themed around Texas in the 1800s. And uh, so in, in the early, mid-1800s, people were moving across Texas and further on, you know, looking for their forever home. And Sometimes they just pick these areas that I'm like, man, that place was not meant to be lived in until, you know, before things like AC and running water. And, um, so it just seemed like they were kind of fighting against the odds and that's kind of where that song came from. That's why I like that song. I'm so, I'm so mesmerized by not to even refer to this song, but Texas in 1880, like Texas oh, yeah. in the 1880s. Like I, I mean, I, I wish I could have been here. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it's like, it just, it just always has fascinated me. That's a part of history. I love to read and study about. I may have to look those books up. Oh yeah. I'm, I can't get enough of them. I've literally led, read most of them a couple times, if not more than that. And uh, nice. it, it's awesome because it definitely has influenced this EP, especially with a lot of these songs being kind of Western. Way out west beyond the setting sun lies a place where all the comes is a damn thing from growing the shallow roots just can't take hold of wind blown wind blown hotter than fever deeper than thirst meaner than cat claw and drier than the dirt that's wind blown the dust that gets down in your bones hunger sets in and eats you How long did it take you to put the EP together? Oh, way too long. Um, so I'm, I'm still kind of new to putting out my own music or, you know, stuff under my own name. 
And, um, so I got together with some friends and it's been a couple of years now, this process. And it's funny cause we, it's taken on many different shapes and names, but, uh, started recording a few songs a little over a year ago. And it, it took, um, you know, it was just gonna be a few singles, took a while to get that out. And, um, it's literally been this February was the first one we put out, put a second one in I think July. And, uh, so we're just now getting up to this EP and those were kind of songs I'd had sitting there for a while that I just wanted to get out to the world and kind of test the waters and whatnot. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting process. I feel like everybody talks about, Oh, we started recording this years ago and it meant to come out this time, but it, you know, things just take forever and it seems like it always goes that way, but happy to get to that point where we're kind of at the finishing line. Yeah. So excited that you have it out and that and we've got you here on the podcast to talk about it. And, um, so again, the name of the EP is beyond the setting sun. It comes out October 14th, but there was another song I found on your website that I really like driving in Ireland. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, one of my favorites for, for many reasons. And uh, as you can tell, it doesn't really fit the bill for the, for this EP, but that was the first song that once we had things wrapped up, I wanted to put out. And uh, it just, it means a lot to my wife and I. And uh, yeah, there's a whole long story behind that song. But. Well, it's, it's a good one. Going 75 on the wrong side and you were just laughing. As my hands are shaking, shifting through the gears. Strangers in a new land With accents they didn't understand I'll never forget first time behind the wheel You and I Carving the countryside So alive And terrified at the same time Scared and excited Speaking of your wife, y'all have something called More Than Music Creations. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, it's funny because we we kind of started putting that idea together, deciding to really run with it in January of 2020, which, uh, you know, as we all learned, was kind of a bad time to start anything. <laughs> um, but, you know, it gave us a chance to kind of uh, hone in on it and, and figure out exactly what we're doing with it um, leading up to now, where we're finally just kind of getting back up and busy um, from COVID and, and that kind of helped us find out that our biggest spot we can really excel is, um, um, partnering with other bands and whole selling them. And if you don't know, sorry, I kind of just jumped into that. <laughs> um, more than music creations is uh, a business my wife and I started. And what we do is we team up with bands and musicians and we take their used guitar strings and then she makes jewelry out of it. And the sales of that jewelry, uh, a portion of that goes to kids in a new groove which is an Austin based nonprofit that hooks up kids in the foster care system with music mentors and instruments and stuff like that. And that's just such a, a big deal for me. Cause I know when I was young, if I didn't have music, I would have gotten in a lot more trouble. Mm-hmm. And so those kids are already having a kind of rough go, you know, switching families and stuff all the time that kind of helps them find a, a solid, you know, central passion. And, um, so we're super, super happy to be able to be a part of that. 
Well, I'm super happy to get to talk to you about that because I've seen a I've seen a lot about that on social media through other musicians sharing. So that's that's just a, a great thing. And then you have your uh, sideman song swap that you do also your songwriter series. Yeah, and that's another thing that kind of came out of COVID. Um, um, man, I've just made so many friends that do the same thing I do, backing up other artists, whether as you know, guitar player, bass player, drummer, whatever. Uh, but that write and sing their own songs. And so this series is kind of a chance for us to get out there and, and share some original music, but also just, you know, songs and stories. We spent so long out on the road with these other artists. People are like, man, what's it like playing drums for this guy? Or, you know, tell me a crazy story about this. And it's kind of a chance for us to get out and do that. And, uh, it's just been a lot of fun. We, we do it on weekdays cause obviously mm-hmm. we're working with our, our primary gigs on the weekends. So, uh, most Tuesdays or Wednesdays, you can find us anywhere from Fort Worth and New Braunfels and, bunch of different markets doing that thing it's been a lot of fun and been having so much fun we decided to keep it going to me that's 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 like an event that's like uh, my favorite thing to go to i was fortunate enough that we i had a some friends here that had songwriter friends and actually way down here where I am in Matagorda, we've had some of these songwriter series, you know, that type of song swap. And I just, I love that atmosphere. Like some of my favorite things too, speaking of Hayes Carl and uh, Mark McKinney, I remember one time I showed up at a Sunday at Lukenbach where the picnic tables are and there they were and just going (laughs) back and forth. And yeah. And that's when we found she left me for Jesus. Oh man. I, I actually, I played that at a venue uh, about a week or two ago and I was so scared to do it because people take a lot of offense to that song if they don't pay close enough attention. You know, it's, it's the whole thing is obviously a joke, but, um, I know both Hayes wrote that with Brian Keene. I know both of them have gotten kicked out of venues for playing that song. You know, it's just how you take it. Like the day that, I mean, I was sitting there and I was about to fall off the picnic table and everybody around us was just rolling, but we (laughs) were fishing a tournament. We were set up. It was one of those tournaments where you could go set up at your spot, but don't drop your line till 6 a.m. And we were set up at the jetties. Of course, I had the music playing and that song came on and the guy, the two guys that were fishing with us, I thought they were going to fall off the boat laughing. They were like, is it 6 a.m. yet? Because I can't even cast. If it's 6 a.m. that my line can't go down because they were rolling. But in Anyway, but yeah, those song swaps are so much fun. They they are incredibly fun and fulfilling for me. Um, you know, it's kind of people like, hey, are you ever going to play full band shows, or do you want to do that thing? And for me, I don't I don't have that that want for songwriting. I, I enjoy doing that in a really small, intimate kind of setting mm-hmm. and getting to tell those stories and actually interact with people. And sometimes those shows, people like ask questions. You know, and it's, it's very very personal. And uh, I thoroughly enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I think that in one of my favorite interviews is actually interviewing songwriters and like, like an interview, like we're having. So where do you, where did you pull your songwriting from? Were there particular artists? I mean, we talked about the, the books that you read, but any particular artists that you kind of fell into their style, but I kind of think you have your own, but just kind of inspiration for your songwriting. And I feel like most songwriters, I, I may be wrong about this, but I feel like most of them, if you ask them like, man, my, my songs range, they're all over the place. And I feel that way. Um, I'm sure from an outside perspective, I'm like, Oh, I can kind of lump them into this area, but, uh, man, Radney Foster was one of my first favorite mm-hmm. songwriters. Um, yeah, you mentioned Texas in 1880. I, I play that song all the time. If I'm doing oh, solo cover song. gigs, mm-hmm. um, man, uh, I'm trying to think cause early on when I really started digging in, um, he was definitely one of my favorites. And at that time I was kind of transitioning, uh, from playing for Mark. I, when I left Mark McKinney, who's the first, first 
artist I played for in the Texas realm. And I was with him for six years. So when I left, I was dead set that I was going to start my own band. And, uh, me and actually Mark's cousin, who was his bass player started a band for, for about this long. And I realized very quickly that I don't think I was cut out to be a front man. <laughs> um, and I don't know about that time is when I started playing for Hayes Carl and, um, uh, within the same time period as Brian Keene, um, a lot of those guys are just monster songwriters. And so I kind of definitely focused in on what they were doing and really wanted to do the singer songwriter thing there for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, since then I'm kind of, you know, dabbled in this and that I've written with some friends that do, uh, pop music, uh, friends that do very traditional country and kind of just tried to, you know, test out everything across the board and see where, where things fit. And then that brings me to, I left this out, but you also co-wrote a couple of songs with Pat Green that's on his album. You wrote, uh, co-wrote with him Steady and Echo as well. Yeah. And that's been super exciting for me because I've never had someone else, you know, um, with stature cut one of my songs before. And so uh, it was very exciting. It's just kind of surreal to me because we recorded that record back in December of 2020. And so we thought we we're going to put the record out in spring of 2021. It was like a really quick process. And then, you know, COVID just kept pushing on and Anderson's like, we're not going to put it out until y'all are able to kind of tour behind it. And uh, so it literally just came out last month and we're, you know, something exciting like that happens and you kind of sit on it for a few years. And when it finally happens, you're like, Oh, Oh, cool. That's, that's done now. Okay. You know, that's it's kind nice. of a, a weird long time to sit and hold that excitement. You know, it seems like not only in music, but in life, it's always that timing. Oh yeah. Yes. Timing is everything. I was just having that conversation with uh, some of my buddies on the road last week. It's crazy how things work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything exciting you have coming up down the road? Um, Outside of, of course, releasing your EP, but with all the other stuff that you do with your um, songwriting series and then um, your more than music um, creations. You know, um, this kind of ties some of that together. Um, so what we primarily do with more than music is um, we'll team up with specific artists or bands and take specifically their guitar strings. And then she'll design a set of jewelry inspired by their music. And so a lot of times that band will actually wholesale from us. So we'll take their strings, make the jewelry, sell it back to them so that, you know, when you go to a show and you walk by the merch table, right? Okay. Everybody has shirts and hats. Um, you know, if you see jewelry that's actually made by their strings or from their strings, it's something kind of extra special. So that's where we've kind of found the most success. Um, but I'm always changing my own guitar strings, but nobody knows who I am. So it's just kind of like they go in a bucket of just kind of like everybody's, you know, uh, but she started kind of setting mine aside and didn't even really tell me she was designing a set oh. based on this EP. Uh, so she's going to put that out right about the time the EP comes out, um, which is super cool. She didn't really, <laughs> some time went by before she even told me she was doing that, which I thought was awesome. Wow. Love um, that. Love that. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited with this EP coming out. Um, I've got a few shows. I don't do a lot of solo shows. Um, obviously most weekends I'm out with Pat these days, weekdays. I'm trying to do the sideman song swap deal, but I do have a show coming up at the Redbird listening room. Oh, wow. Um, and if you've never been there, that place is incredibly small, intimate, this beautiful little room. So it's really cool to get up close and kind of, you know, tell stories and background on songs and super excited for that one. Um, that's coming up October 9th, I believe. It's a Sunday, kind of midday. They do early shows on Sunday, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got one more at The Post in Fort Worth, and that is November 4th or 5th, I think 4th. Um, and so those are 
kind of, you know, what I'm most excited about right now, uh, getting that music out there. And like I said, I don't do that real often outside of the sideman thing. So it's very special to have a few dates to do that. Well, again, uh, the EP is Beyond the Setting Sun. It goes out October 14th. And so it's been such a pleasure visiting with you. As far as information or where's the best place for people to find all the information on what we've talked about? Man, easiest thing is just michaelkelton.com. From there, you can get to More Than Music or Sideman Song Swap, or I've got a separate page for just drum, that kind of cool stuff. Uh, But it's all kind of wrapped up on that website. Yes, lots of good stuff there. And lots of good stuff during this visit. Thank you so much for visiting Indeed. with us. And it's been great. Thanks, Michael. Thank you for having me. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. She knew where I was from As she left, I dare to say well, You can go to hell And hell, I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home Well, take away these city lights Put me on a one-way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight Just consider me Southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, or this cowboy hat, or the way.